Hello and welcome to our podcast on open source intelligence. Myself Ashish from Rufire team. Today's guest is an experienced OSINT expert with over a decade of experience in the field. They have worked with law enforcement agencies, private investigators and businesses to gather and analyze information. Please join me in welcoming Sujith, an OSINT expert with a wealth of knowledge to share. Now please keep note of things as he has a habit of sharing a lot of crucial learnings. Thank you, Ashish and Jay, for having me on this podcast. It's my pleasure to be part of this uh, prestigious uh, podcast. Uh, my name is Sujit, and I'm an OSINT researcher, and it's been around 10 years uh, that I'm researching in open source intelligence. Sujit, where do you work, and what does your daily job looks like? I currently work at Boom. So Boom is a fact-checking independent journalist company that uh, specializes in misinformation and disinformation tracking. And we actually track uh, fake, fake, fake news, um, misinformation, disinformation, and we actually uh, debunk them and we do stories. I actually uh, start my day in total surprise, you know, like uh, I exactly don't know what I'm going to investigate. So it's the first few hours of the day that actually, uh, you know, make me realize, so, okay, this is, go- this is what I'm going to do today. I would like to ask you that how did you got started in cybersecurity? Uh, I started my uh, journey in cybersecurity. So I was basically doing engineering and I was int- introduced to cybersecurity through an ethical hacking workshop. And later on, I developed my interest in uh, ethical hacking a lot. So I became certified ethical hacker. And later on, I got into cyber forensics where I was involved in uh, investigating cyber crimes. So basically, you know that in cyber forensics, we actually investigate the devices uh, which has been subjected to cyber crimes. So basically, pen drives, hard drives, um, laptops, any device that's uh, that's uh, that's been a part of cyber crime uh, is to be investigated. So I was into that. So later on, I needed to push my investigation skills more, and then later on, uh, I I got introduced to this field called open source intelligence. Uh, which at that time was actually uh, st- in a starting phase. OSINT in cybersecurity was not that much, that, not that much of a big deal back then. But yeah, I actually liked the idea of OSINT a lot. So I thought, yeah, why not? Sujit, so according to me, I, I, I like to uh, explain OSINT as an art. मैं समझता हूँ कि ओसिन एक आर्ट है जिसमें हम ऑनलाइन जो ओपनली अवेलेबल सोर्सेस में से हम इंफॉर्मेशन गैदर करते हैं एंड वी कन्वर्ट दैट इंफॉर्मेशन इनटू एक्शनेबल इंटेलिजेंस द आइडिया ऑफ ओपन सोर्स इंटेलिजेंस इज एक्चुअली ब्रेकिंग द लिमिट्स ऑफ इन्वेस्टिगेशन एंड इंक्रीजिंग योर स्किल्स टू द इंटरनेट वट आर समूल्स एंड टेक्निक्स दैट ओसिन प्रोफेशनल यूज टू गैदर इंफॉर्मेशन I want to say to the beginners is that you know don't go behind the tools uh, basically because uh, at some point or the other you will be introduced to a lot of tools but the important thing is the concept the first thing that you need to be part of OSINT is the drive that you drive to do an investigation the love for mystery and the interest to investigate uh, any mystery okay so that's the biggest thing that you need and regarding the tool So I would actually suggest the beginners to go with search engines like Google, 
Yandex and many other search engines that's available online. So each search engine has its own demerits and merits. So basically normal search engine, you can start with Google because Google has all these search operators and all. And uh, if you want to go with social medias, then go with Facebook and Twitter. So that's the basic thing that I would suggest any beginners to start OSINT, doing OSINT. Now that we know that Boom is related to journalism, what does your work procedure uh, at Boom look like? We start with the monitoring. So we monitor the internet a lot. Uh, and we uh, we are specialized in tracking misinformation and fake news. So yeah, I mean, we track the disinformation uh, on a daily basis and we monitor the internet. And uh, based on the variety of the, uh, I mean, fake, uh, fake videos or, you know, fake claims that's going around, we try to debunk it. So debunking actually has various procedures. I cannot like put into one bucket, like, you know, uh, these are the methods that we use for debunking. So it includes a lot of different types of methods. Uh, yeah. For example, if I get a forwarded message, how can I validate that the information is correct? Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, so first of all, when a piece of information comes uh, in front of us, so we actually look into it in a, in a skeptic way. Basically, uh, when you are an awesome researcher, it is, you know, it's your responsibility to be unbiased towards the information that you're looking, right? So that's the biggest thing that you have to learn that, I mean, it's hard to learn, uh, but over the time when you're practicing OSINT, you will actually, it becomes a second nature to you that, you know, you look at the information without any bias. So that's the first thing. And after that, we actually try to find different sources of the information that where this information has come up, come to us, you know. So for example, if it's a Twitter post, so we actually look for the source that from where this information has or has the origin from. And we look for a credible sources, you know. So credible sources include various types of sources, like for example, government sources and many other like uh, credible media sources, you know, that has reported the same incident in the past. So basically most of the incidents that we see online, like uh, disinformation uh, as a whole is, uh, most of them are actually old videos, old, old imageries, etc, etc. Sujit, when you find information or validate information, do you have a fixed pattern that you can information is accurate or reliable? Exact pattern is because if you want like step-by-step methods in OSINT, it's hard. OSINT is like a fluid, you know, like it doesn't have a fixed, uh, fixed shape or, you know, things like that. Everything is not fixed in OSINT. So you have to play with the skills that you have. So basically looking anything uh, as a puzzle is the thing that I do. I mean, th that's my thing. That may not be uh, similar to other OSINT researchers, but uh, as far as I'm concerned, Whenever uh, something comes to comes to me, so I look at it as a puzzle to be solved. So I access the info, uh, access the information that's in front of me, and I try to verify it using different means. So I cannot fill it into certain steps and certain methods to the to the uh, listeners or listening to this podcast. But I can give you one example about how we go through the process. So uh, this is one of my favorite stories that I have done. Uh, so basically the recent China and uh, India class that happened in uh, Tawang. So regarding that, so Ashish and Jay, I think you guys know this 
old research uh, done by BBCI Africa, where uh, where they try, uh, they geolocated a video using uh, the mountain alignment. So it was basically shooting. Uh, I mean, uh, the terrorist uh, killing a, a lady and and a child. So BBCI Africa located this video using the uh, mountain alignment which was available in the video itself. Okay, so they were able to locate it. So, so this video was viral during a China Taiwan clash, and uh, a particular video was viral, and it it uh, I mean nobody was able to debunk it. I mean, everybody was having this uh, this feel that you know this might be recent uh, recent and all. But yeah, I mean, as I get told you, when any information, be it imagery or be it text or be it any any form, uh, we we look at it with really uh, skeptic eyes. And looking into the video, so many things were actually, you know, clear. We we came to know uh, the mountain alignment. Uh, there was a river, so there was a certain ma a mountain alignment that I was looking at, and the weather was different. So all those things combined. So I was able to um, match the mountain alignment uh, using different methods, and um, I was able to locate the location of the video. So and later on, from comparing the weather condition that we can see in the video and the weather condition that was going on currently at Tawang, so I was uh, we were able to uh, establish that you know this video was not recent and it was some it was some old video which was actually viral good to know that sujeet recently i was reading a blog post where a researcher attempted to distinguish between a fake edited photo and a real one he marked specific points in both pictures and used his custom automation tool for differentiation he achieved an accuracy of 90% so with respect to this sujeet do you have any perspective or anything to say how people do such stuff and how automation can level up the game for OSINT researchers? Automation has always been a good companion for OSINT researchers. So even though there are like OSINT researchers like me who likes, uh, you know, um, like semi-automated approach to OSINT, you know, because what happens is that I personally believe that, you know, if we automate everything and depend upon automation, uh, there can be certain aspects of an investigation that could derail, you know. So there are certain things in an investigation that we have to do it manually or which 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 can be done perfectly using manual methods. But yeah, I mean, when the manual methods become too tedious, so it is always good to go to automation and automation actually saves a lot of time and saves a lot of the filtering process uh, that we do during an awesome research. So yeah, regarding the fake images and all, so uh, recently with the introduction of AI in the mainstream, in the line between fake and real is getting really blur. And there was a time that, you know, we can, we, we were able to look at an image and, you know, uh, just with our naked eyes, we were able to distinguish between a fake image and a real image because there will be some different changes in the similar, uh, I mean, symmetry of the object that we're looking at. But with the introduction of the AI, like uh, AI tools like Midjourney and Dali, day by day is getting hard to distinguish between fake and real. So I think it's high time that, you know, uh, OSIN uh, researchers or, you know, security uh, analysts in general start using uh, artificial intelligence for good. Assume that there is a video 
किसी भी सोशल मीडिया पे लेट से ट्विटर पे अपलोड हुई और उसका रीशेयर हो गया अब जिसने भी अपलोड की उसने अपना अकाउंट डिलीट कर दिया जब वो वीडियो आपके पास आती है तो आप कैसे पता करते हो कि वो वीडियो फेक है या रिसेंट है या किस तरीके से उसका डेटा वैलिडेट होता है सो इस केस में जो मेथड होगी वो ये रहेगी कि वी हैव टू मेक ए डिसीजन दैट मेक एनालिसिस इन द फर्स्ट इटसेल्फ दैट व्हाट इज द एग्जैक्ट सोर्स यू नो आई मीन फॉर एग्जांपल आपने बोला कि जो ट्वीट जो जो ट्वीट आया था वीडियो का वो डिलीट हो गया एंड वो रीशेयर हो गया ठीक है तो हो सकता है कि वो ट्वीट से पहले भी ये वीडियो ट्विटर पर आया हो या फिर दूसरे सोशल मीडिया से दूसरे सोर्सेज के थ्रू इंटरनेट में आया हो सो so, हमारा पहला ये काम तो यही रहेगा कि वी हैव टू लुक फॉर अदर सोर्सेस सो वी हैव टू मेक मेक ए वेरिफिकेशन इन दैट एंगल दैट यू नो देर आर नो अदर सोर्सेज ऑफ द वीडियो बिफोर कंफर्मिंग ए पर्टिकुलर सोर्स इज द ओरिजिन राइट एक ओरिजिन पॉइंट को डिसाइड करने से पहले हमें ये प्रूफ करना रहेगा कि वो इंफॉर्मेशन का अलग अलग सोर्सेज है या नहीं अगर है तो कितना पुराना सोर्स है राइट तो इस केस में अगर जो वो डिलीटेड डेट के टीट से भी पुराना कोई सोर्स है तो दैट शुड बी द ओरिजिन पॉइंट ऑफ द इंफॉर्मेशन यू नो वी हैव टू कंसिडर एंड लेटर ऑन वी कैन बिल्ड अप इन्वेस्टिगेशन फ्रॉम दैट पॉइंट ओके सुजीत गुड लर्निंग देयर लेट्स गो बैक अ फ्यू मिनट्स वेयर यू मैंशन दैट यू डोंट सोली रिलायन टूल्स एंड बिलीव इन यूजिंग मैनुअल अप्रोचेस सो डू यू मीन दैट इंडिविजुअल्स हु आर स्टार्टिंग आउट इन साइबर सिक्योरिटी to be specific osint should develop their mindset first and then incorporate tools in their methodology yeah i mean ashish what i mean is that you know even in cyber security we have this group of people called script kiddies everybody who starts in cyber security starts from the level of script kiddies they start from noob then at some point they become script kiddies and later on they you know evolve from that that level right and we try to uh, i mean find our our own domains and uh, and do research in that so basically the script kitty thing is not just for cyber security it's in open source intelligence as well automated tools and uh, tools are good i mean uh, the point is that it's not good for beginners the tools that we use in open source intelligence it can be very lucrative for example xyz tool is there and you know uh, you came to know that okay this tool performs this 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 task and okay you can use this to automate it the thing is that until unless you don't know exactly how this tool is working that can be counterproductive for your research actually because if you are if you are dealing with sensitive research or sensitive investigation so something bad can happen by using this online freely available tools you know your privacy can be void i mean operational uh, operate opsec is a re- really big deal when it comes to uh, highly sensitive in ocean research you know so you cannot destroy your opsec so you have to maintain your ops operational security at any point so at that level if you are trusting too much on the tools so that's a big no no i'm not saying that you know tools should not be used tools should be used but from in the beginning level Start, do it manually you know so for example for even for google search and all so there are tools like uh, you know in uh, github you can actually uh, just you know uh, just start using which actually can give you prompt about operators and all and you can you know do it but 
you know, that's not the way you learn Google uh, operators. <laughs> you learn by, you know, using the operators, like what are the combinations of the operators that you can use? What are the types of information that you can get from the operation, uh, you know, using those operators. So that's actually fun and it's a lot learning also, you know, you can, so that's, that's the way uh, any beginner should start. So yeah, OSIN is more like an umbrella term in, in today's scenario. So, uh, we have a lot information gathering uh, methods that we can use. So basically, uh, OSIN is your investigation. So, what uh, methods you use, the information type depends on it. For example, आपके सामने कोई image आता है, then all the info, all the methods that you will be doing is, you know, more like image intelligence. You know, you are trying to find information from the image using that image, right? So you are doing reverse image searches and you know things like that. So, so more of that will be involved. So if you are getting some video, so another type of methods will be used where you know if the video is of a certain location or something so you will be trying to locate that video right so depends upon the type of information for example if some website is coming in front of you so you will be on a different method you know or doing a different method to investigate that thing so it actually depends upon the nature of the data aapke aapka data ka jo nature hai us pe depend karta hai ki aapke investigation ka methods kis tarah se aap uh, uh, so like I told you, OSIN doesn't have any set of methods or set of rules. It's just a concept and as an OSIN researcher, you should be able to define the steps of investigation after you, you are introduced into the mystery that you're looking for. Okay, uh, can you tell me how do you stay updated in your field uh, where can people get updates about the field? Like, is there a platform? Twitter, you will researchers in so you can start following them. Uh, not just in Twitter, you can also find them in LinkedIn also. I mean, if you are if you are more active in LinkedIn, so it depends upon the social media that you are more active in. So even in Facebook, there are groups and all that you can actually follow. Sujit, I have a couple of questions. What is fact-checking? How do you fact-check? And how can an OSINT researcher start fact-checking? It has always been in journalism. So fact-checking is not something that's different from journalism. It has always been a part of journalism where, you know, you verify some information. But due to this unfortunate events that has been going around, you know, politically and, you know, geopolitically, so fact-checking has to be a different domain. Because a lot of disinformation, misinformation are going around for, you know, political gains and, you know, for other gains. So people are basically uh, uh, bombarded with fake, uh, fake informations online. So, uh, so how do we do a fact check? I mean, it's tricky. It's tricky in the sense that a keen observation is involved in finding fake trends. It's not easy to, you know, uh, just find these fake trends or disinformation that's going around online. So we have to like, it takes a little bit of learning curve, you know, a little bit of experience to just look at the information and just see that if something is wrong with the information or is it false or is it true. 
skepticism should always be there. I mean, this is not just for researchers and uh, investigators. Even common people who are currently looking at some news uh, that's going around in uh, maybe television or, you know, in the YouTube and all. So even common people should have this skepticism in their mind in, in during uh, the, the time that we are in. Because disinformation has become a business, uh, so politically has become a business, you know, political gains achieved using just disinformation. So uh, there are many things like um, many, many silly, silly claims, you know, that uh, that has been going around, which are actually false, but people actually thought that, okay, this is real, this is something real, you know. So first thing is analyzing the fake trend that's going around the second thing is having a skeptic mind to you know uh, to analyze the information and third thing is finding the source or origin so origin should be verified clearly because that's the key point that uh, distinguishes your fact check you know if that's credible enough or not because if if your origin uh, if you cannot establish the origin then that's actually a down point to your fact check you know so how will you say that okay this is old or this is from here or this is from here if you don't have a credible source so credible source is is good is uh, needed and later on we actually implement a lot of human to get quotations from related authorities right for example some in, in incident happened near some location that we're looking into and we need more information on the uh, data that we have but you know there is not much available uh, from the information itself so we can actually contact the local authorities like police stations near the location that we are looking at and we can just check into the uh, information about you know what's going around it, it has been there some instance uh, like this that we have and what are the details if, if that incident happened then what are the details regarding that that uh, they can provide to us, you know, so things like that. Sujit, as you mentioned, that people who work in OSINT should be unbiased. However, how can one achieve impartiality when the media often portrays biased news? And why is it important for OSINT analysts to remain unbiased? We don't want any kind of bias to hinder in the investigation, okay? So, uh, so irrespective of the person who is doing the investigation, if your investigation is, you know, affected by the biases you have, then that's not a good research, you know, that because that can lead to more, uh, I mean, consequences, you know, because, uh, because you as an awesome researcher, you have the responsibility to be unbiased while doing the investigation, because if you don't, if you are not, uh, I mean, unbiased, then uh, your investigation will have that biased touch. And, you know, uh, that information, many people will take it as a gospel truth, you know, uh, and they will actually believe it. And they will think, okay, this particular awesome researcher has done it, so it must be true. So, so you carry a lot of burden of truth uh, being an awesome researcher. So you cannot take a chance in doing a biased research you know how uh, how i stay updated in uh, like anything like you know online so there is thing this thing called google alert that you can start so google alert will actually you know you can add topics in google alert um, and you can actually set set that uh, in such a way that you know every day at some particular point of time 
it uh, google alerts will come to your email and you can just check your email and you know get updated on a daily basis about what are the things going around what advice would you like to share with people who want to build a career in osaint so my advice would be just be consistent and you know just uh, i mean be motivated yourself i mean there will be nobody to motivate you right so so the biggest motivator i mean motivation should come from within so i mean i think you guys know about what, what i am uh, saying about we all know each other so uh, we know that you know we all have this humble beginning but you know uh, there is no particular peak that you can climb and you know uh, you can say that you you have become expert so that's not the point so the point is that you should have this habit of learning new things you know habit of exploring new things because every week or every day something new is being introduced in this osin scenario or, or like cyber security in general uh, so i'm talking about osin so even in osin also new things are being developed you know new methods are being developed <clears throat> so uh, you have to stay updated so staying updated staying motivated staying curious uh, and you know staying uh, like madly in love with osin is really important uh all these things are important and also taking care of the mental health so that's that's the biggest thing that you have to take care of. like because for for example like you know when when we were doing osin uh, uh, i mean j you, sh- you know i guess like uh ashish also like we we used to do extensive osin <laughs> when we in back in the days you know uh, we will have another podcast uh, maybe if possible on those things but yeah we used to do extensive open source diligence but and we used to spend hours and hours uh doing osint but you know yeah but those things have uh, i mean have backfired each one of us in different ways you know the side effect of osint i mean we were so interested and we were so 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 much deep into open source diligence and this investigation and all like like sherlock holmes you know things we were bombarded constantly with a lot of information so that's the biggest demerit of osin so you have this no uh, uh, i mean huge chunks of information comes coming your way and you know your brain is constantly exposed to unwanted information that is online uh, be it violence be it hate you know basically in my field i had to deal with a lot of violence and you know a lot of uh, religious communal hate that's going around online uh, so it's always important to take care of the mental health because you should always save yourself from you know like vicarious coma uh, vicarious uh, trauma it's not the point of saving yourself from it but you know at some point you will experience this trauma this vicarious trauma it's at some point you will experience if you are doing osin for some certain period of time continuously so at that time mental health should be a great consideration and you should actually take care of your health i mean you should you know uh, just decide to move uh, i mean decide to stay away from the investigation for a while just enjoy with your friends and you know with the family spend some time with your family i do not do some other stuff do some learning pro- uh, rather than doing investigations although you will be prompted to do investigations but you know have a full stop for few days for a week or two weeks or something and do some small learning you know at that point of time just enjoy your time you know so and in the end just enjoy the process of investigation that's it i mean you are not supposed to do anything that you don't love so if you if 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 you're doing osin and you're loving it 
then that's a big yes you know that's a big plus good stuff sujit thank you for sharing your insights with us today now it's been a pleasure having you on the show thank you ashish thank you jay is is being uh, is my pleasure to actually be part of this podcast and you know i actually look forward to to do more podcast if possible like i'm really interested so yeah thank you for having me all right people if you have reached this point in the podcast well this is the end but just the start of our podcast series feel free to subscribe for more future podcasts